Though she believed there were limits to what her brother would do to obtain her inheritance, he was becoming increasingly desperate. His debts were doubtless mounting. Lionel had cornered her two days ago to congratulate her on receiving an offer of marriage. Who could have offered for me? she had asked in surprise. I know no one. Come, come, sister dear, he said with a smirk. I have occasionally introduced you to my guests when you did not shyly run away. It is not shyness, Eleanor said tartly, but nausea which makes me run, brother. He laughed. It was his response to every unpleasantness. You're a mite particular for a lady well past her last prayers, Nell. You're twenty-three, positively antiquated, and yet here I am with a possibility for you. How would you fancy to be a lady, eh? I am a lady, she retorted. If you talk of marriage, I tell you, brother, you do not number any gentleman among your acquaintance. An earl, my dear, has no need to be a gentleman. Lord Deverell is most anxious to woo you. Deverell? Eleanor shuddered even now at the thought of him. The worst of her brother's cronies, if he could be called that at all. He was more an incarnation of evil itself. Lionel, after all, was only twenty-five years old. He was naturally selfish and malicious, but no more than that. It was Deverell, or so it seemed to Eleanor, who had introduced evil into his life in the form of drunkenness, drugs from the East, and vicious amusements. I will never marry Lord Deverell, she had said with absolute certainty. She would die first. So haughty, he had sneered. But she had seen he was put out. He wanted this marriage. Lord Deverell has a way of getting what he desires, Nell, and he would be more inclined to kindness if you were to go willingly. He does not know what kindness is. Mark my words, Lionel. The answer is no and will always be no. Do what you will. I will never be forced so low. She shivered slightly now at the defiance she had flung at him. It had been foolhardy, but she had been driven by fear. Fear of Deverell with his cadaverous body, moist lips and snake eyes. He even smelled like a corpse. She shuddered at the thought. Life under Lionel's dubious protection was infinitely preferable. She was startled out of her thoughts by a knock at the door. Who is it? It be Nancy, Miss Eleanor. I bring you a hot drink, ma'am. A body couldn't be sleeping through this lot. The voice was as soft as it could be and still carried through the door. Nancy was quite new to the house. She was young, pretty, and perhaps sly, but she had treated Eleanor with respect, and the thought of a hot drink was pleasant. The girl was right. The chance of sleeping seemed remote for hours to come. Eleanor padded across the threadbare carpet. Shuddering in the chill, even in her voluminous flannelette nightgown, and cautiously opened the door. There was only the maid standing there, red hair slightly dishevelled, 
with a covered night cup in her hand. Thank you, Nancy, Eleanor said as she took the cup. This is very thoughtful of you. She tried to repay kindness with kindness. You would be well advised not to return below. The girl coloured but gave her a saucy look. I mun do what master says, she retorted. Her thick accent spoke poignantly of the country life only recently abandoned for the greater opportunities of the city. Eleanor sighed. As you will. Thank you, anyway. She felt so sorry for such as Nancy. When the inevitable happened, she would be thrown out to live as best she might. Beyond a warning, however, Eleanor was powerless. She carefully locked the door before hurrying back under the blankets.